How does mindfulness relate to narcissistic abuse recovery when you're talking about having gone numb or dissociating from yourself? That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. Let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. Does that sound good to you? If so, hit that subscribe button and let's get going. So before I dig in, I want to start by explaining exactly how it is that this works so effectively for victims and survivors of abuse. So if you've ever been in a toxic relationship with a narcissist, you may have experienced various symptoms of PTSD or CPTSD, which of course is post-traumatic stress disorder or complex post-traumatic stress disorder as a result of having suffered from narcissistic abuse and the mental torture that goes along with that. One of the most common issues that my narcissism support coaching clients tell me they have is feeling like they're not really there, as though they're on a sort of a numb autopilot situation as they float through life, surrounded by, you know, some kind of barrier between themselves and the world. Everything feels sort of foggy and surreal. We talked about this yesterday during my video. We talked about how dissociation works and all of that. Anyway, like I said, it's called dissociation. And while it may originally have started as a way to survive the gaslighting attacks, you know, the name calling, the manipulation, all of that, it can very quickly become a way of life. Are you aware of how many automatic behaviors and habits that you have? And when you do something over and over, does it ever reach the point to where it becomes a mindless task? Can you relate to that feeling? You can do a task and finish it and then realize that your body like worked to complete the project while your mind was actively engaged in something else entirely. Mindfulness can help you learn to be present again. It can help you to refocus your thoughts so that you're actively experiencing your life rather than walking through it on autopilot. A lot of people assume that mindfulness is a time-consuming practice where you have to sit quietly and for a long time. And that's hard for people. I know it's really hard for me. So when you can enjoy sitting quietly, if that's for you, it doesn't have to take a long time though. And in fact, if you don't want to just be still or practice some formal meditation situation, you don't have to. Putting yourself under pressure is only gonna make it harder for you. So what do you do when chaos comes calling in your life? Well, there's no denying that having chaos in your life is gonna happen. It's especially true when you're going through or you have recently removed yourself from a toxic relationship or any toxic abuse situation. When you're dealing with a narcissist in a relationship, chances are that you may be dealing with a toxic person. There's no denying that having chaos in your life is going to happen. And that's especially true when you're going through. If you've already left, it might not be a constant issue, but it's gonna happen. And when chaos does occur, it puts a lot of narcissistic abuse survivors kind of in a state of anxiety or panic. You know the feeling I'm talking about, right? It's when you get that knot in your stomach and it seems to rise up into your throat, make you feel kind of sick. It's when you simply don't know what to do and you don't know how to calm the chaos. The chaos that causes you to barely focus on anything else as a result of it. Regardless of what type of chaos you've experienced with your narcissist or outside of your narcissist, whatever you're going through as you're recovering, focused, mindful intention can help. It allows you to be in charge of your emotions and your thoughts. I like to call it intentional vibration management or intentional thought management. So what do you do? Why do bad things happen to good people? How do you deal with stuff like this? I mean, you're good people, right? You're a good person. You haven't done anything to deserve the, the, the situation you're in and yet here you are. So here's the deal. What happens is that 
when chaos hits, the outward and or inward situation isn't taking place in the present. What do I mean by that? The chaos is because of what might have happened or what's going to happen as a result of the chaos. Does that make sense? So when you experience turmoil, your stress levels skyrocket. When that happens, it's incredibly difficult to stay calm sometimes. Your mind will start to race. The negative emotions will spring up, multiplying one after the other. Chaos causes you to become distanced from peace. It hijacks your thoughts and it pummels your emotions. But when you practice mindfulness, it doesn't give in to chaos. Why should you choose to be mindful? Well, mindfulness allows you to have peace and focus despite the physical or emotional storm you might be caught up in. It keeps you focused on the present and it anchors your thoughts and your emotions. That helps you to feel at rest even when you're not. It bolsters your sense of purpose and ability to make decisions. Mindfulness calms the anxiety and allows you to be in charge of what you need to take care of, my friend. During turmoil, when you're under stress and pressure, your mind gets an influx of negative thoughts, toxic thoughts, and when you don't practice mindfulness, those thoughts then cause your emotions to become incredibly intense. That overwhelms you and life gets really, really hard really, really fast. Mindfulness though, it doesn't stop the negative emotions from coming, that's what you have to understand. But it does help you because it helps you to be in charge of what's going on in your mind and with your emotions because it lets you corral the thoughts, sort of put them all in their respective perspective. <laughs> Sort of thing. It, it, it helps you keep the thoughts under control. Mindfulness brings a peace to the negative emotions and the negative thoughts that you, so that you learn to become aware of them. And at the same time, they can't control you. So when chaos happens, most people end up being controlled by their emotions, by the anxiety and the turmoil that they feel. But mindfulness will allow you to take a pause view the situation and be able to make decisions that are based on reality rather than hyped up feelings. Mindfulness will allow you to keep order in your thoughts and your emotions, even when everything around you is in crisis. Being mindful will give you space to be able to keep yourself at peace. So how the heck do you become mindful anyway? Well, there are a lot of different ways that you can do it, many of them very simple. And you can do these things without ever having to take a break from whatever it is that you're going to do or wherever it is that you're going, whatever's on your schedule, you can do these things. So knowing this has actually helped many extremely busy people to be able to get into the habit of practicing mindfulness. So number one, brush your teeth. It's so easy. One simple way to practice mindfulness is to brush your teeth. You do this so often that you probably do it without even thinking about it, right? But this time, the next time you brush your teeth, do so. So with focus, don't just do it on autopilot. Don't think about other things. Think about brushing your teeth and getting them extra clean. It extra clean. It really helps with mindfulness. Feel the bristles on your teeth as they cross your teeth and your tongue. Pay attention to how thick the toothpaste is. Pay attention to the flavor of the toothpaste. While you're brushing your teeth, pay attention to the process and don't let your mind wander or worry about negative things. Listen. 
That's the next thing you can do. Listen. Another way you can practice mindfulness as you go about your day is through mindful listening. So, so often you don't hear people around you. There are so many different sounds happening and yet you can't hear any of them because you're not focused on them. You're not listening, hearing them. Wherever you are, you can stop and you can take a few minutes, a few seconds to listen to the sounds around you. You might be able to hear a bird singing. You might be able to hear the wind blowing or the distant roll of thunder. Or if you're at my house, somebody's always running a damn lawnmower. (laughs) Either way, you can practice Practice mindful listening. You can even do it with popular music or instrumentals. Hear each sound and focus on it for just a few seconds while you tune out anything else but that sound. Next up, breathe. Mindfulness can be practiced by focusing on breathing. It doesn't take long and it can be done any time of the day and in any place. As you breathe, focus on the breath that you're drawing in and focus on the breath that you're exhaling. Keep your mind centered on the movement of your body. As you breathe, breathe in the air and exhale it. Release it. Feel the air move within you and tune into that sensation as you're going through the exercise. You can practice mindfulness through many other activities, including walking, eating, cooking, cleaning, even while you're taking a shower. Accept and empower yourself with these strategies, okay? Here here are a few more things. Try The way you conduct yourself in your personal and professional life begins with how you use your mind. So you can teach your mind to accept yourself and you can gain empowerment or you can stay stuck in self-defeating behaviors. It's entirely up to you. You are what you think. What do you want in your life? When you want to introduce change into your life, you need to first accept and empower yourself before you begin to alter anything. Your mind is really the greatest tool that you have, my friend, and and that includes the most effective thing you can do. Your mind is the most effective tool that you have, and it's it, it offers you the most effective action you can take to live the best possible life that you can live, to change your life and make it better. Countless studies have shown that your brain is constantly working okay your brain can be wired to think or cause you to act in a certain way based on how you handle your mind's ability to tap into your subconscious when you practice mindfulness you can empower yourself and just fine-tune the subconscious abilities a little bit so that with mindful strategies you'll be able to focus better you'll lower your stress you'll boost your confidence and you'll boost your self-esteem once you learn to accept yourself you're gonna be able to have compassion for yourself and it's gonna defeat any negative internal talk that you may have been practicing meditation is a strategy that you can use to achieve mindfulness in order to accept and empower yourself It helps quiet the mind so that it can be fully present. So you can be right here accepting the emotions and the thoughts that you have. You can choose a place where you feel relaxed and comfortable in order to do this. Or like if you're like me, (laughs) you know, look, some people want to sit and meditate. Some people want to lie down. Me, I like to be up and moving. I like to walk. I like to put on my headphones and I like to go. It helps me clear my head. It helps my body feel better. And I do work sitting down. So It helps me stay active. Whatever you're doing though, you could walk outside, you could just, whatever works for you. Relax and focus on what's around you. Focus on how you're inhaling, how you're exhaling. If you're moving, focus on how your body feels while it moves. Be aware of the sensations that you feel and the emotions that you're experiencing. Another strategy that a lot of people like to use is deep breathing. You can start this in the same way that you would a mindful meditation where you find comfort and just get started. But you can also practice deep breathing and other breathing exercises while you're active at home or at work. You focus on drawing in deep breaths and slowly releasing them. 
You can also use mindful replacement techniques. These are strategies that call for you to be aware of the thoughts that you think about yourself rather than simply letting them pass through your mind. So whenever any negative self-talk pops in your head, you make a conscious choice to stop it and correct the thought. I've told you guys this a bazillion times already, but you correct it by replacing it with affirming words that help you accept yourself as you are. Unconditional self-love is a beautiful thing, my friend. This helps you reprogram your thoughts to enable you to feel empowered rather than listening to words that hinder you and create self-doubt. So next up, we're going to talk about a mindful method you can use to boost self-esteem and self-confidence. Having confidence means that you view yourself well, favorably even. It means that you know that you can do what you need to do, that you have the skills and the talents to be able to handle yourself. You trust that your instincts and your thinking and your abilities are sufficient. They're good enough or better than good enough. When you don't have confidence, it means that you struggle to accept who you are, that you lack confidence to do the things that you want to do or need to do simply because you don't trust that you can. The narcissist taught you a long time ago not to trust yourself. You go through life feeling like you're not educated enough or skilled enough or smart enough or pretty enough or handsome enough or talented enough or skinny enough or whatever. You judge yourself often thinking that what you could have or should have said, done and whatever, you always feel like you fall short. What mindfulness does is it helps to change this. It helps to build your confidence, to replace the feelings that you're not good enough with trust that you are good enough. Using mindfulness to change your life is simple but it calls for you to not dwell on your past or any negative experiences that you might have had where you feel like you failed or you fell short somehow. It helps you to not focus on the future or on what you hope to be and it helps to train you to focus on who you are right now and see that you are good enough. Who you are is good enough. You learn to accept yourself and with that a strong confidence in yourself is built. Practicing mindfulness can also boost your self-esteem. Mindfulness can lead you to a life that's settled in the present, not constantly feeling like you're in limbo like you did with a narcissist. While you live in the present, there's a non-judgmental acceptance of who you are when you do it the right way. So many people have an internal voice that is really ugly. This internal voice has been conditioned to speak this way by ourselves. The disturbing results are that when we allow this internal voice to have a negative say in our lives, we can trigger stress, anxiety, and um, depression. This self-talk has a direct impact on how you feel about yourself. You have to learn to be aware of the negative self-talk. If you call yourself names, you know what? That's a sign. It's a sign that you've been engaging in negative self-talk. It's a sign that you are unintentionally lowering your own self-esteem. Some people call themselves stupid or idiot. When they consider doing something, they have this internal self-talk that always tells them why they can't do it. You'll tell yourself things like, oh, I'm not smart enough. Oh, I'm too dumb to do that. When you allow these kinds of thoughts to run rampant, you can get into the mindset that you can't do something, that you're unworthy, and then your feelings follow that internal self-talk and it becomes your belief. This habit can be so ingrained within you that the negative self-talk plays constantly in your mind so much that it becomes like 
white noise. What mindfulness does is, is it brings your attention to the inner dialogue that's eroding your self-esteem. You learn what this internal conversation is doing to you and how it's impacting your emotions. Mindfulness helps you to learn to accept who you are without expectations without blaming. You'll gain skills that you can also use to learn how to raise your self-confidence and your self-acceptance. Now it's time for guess what? The question of the day. (laughs) That's right. The question of the day is, what do you think? Do you ever struggle with self-confidence? Do you struggle with mindfulness? Have you struggled with feeling dissociated or disconnected from yourself since you've been through this abuse? Share your thoughts and your experiences in the comment section below. Let's get a discussion going. If you have ideas or tips that can help other survivors, please leave them in the comments below because I know this can really help a lot of people. Sometimes I really believe that we can change a person's life with one single comment. So if you've got it, please, if it's on your heart, put it in my comments today. I want to see what you have to say. And I know that your fellow survivors, our fellow survivors will appreciate it as well. All right. That's all I've got for you today. As always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And Hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.